It's uh, <clears throat> It's been a while since I've done one of these. So, out in my front yard. It's always quiet here, so I can't very well say. Sure is quiet, comparatively speaking, to, say, six months ago, a year ago. <clears throat> but it's been quieter, I guess. I guess I can say that. Some certainty. We're we're all kind of in this, and you know, uh, there was a, a doctor I was listening to tonight that had the point that, well, I've been trying to make, which is when they they talk about, hey, you know, the only people who need to wear a mask in public are people who have symptoms or have have it, right? I can say COVID. I don't monetize my my podcasts. But again, the, the problem is there are a lot of people out there that don't have symptoms. So the idea that you create this false sense of security for others that shouldn't be there. So, yeah, if I'm out in public and around people, I'm going to be wearing a mask. I honestly, though, haven't been. We're, we're going on, it'll be five weeks on, on Wednesday. I mean, you can hear in the background that I'm I'm out in my backyard now, so I'm outside. I do go outside, but in terms of the exercise part of things, I just use the treadmill. the The funny thing is, it it really hasn't changed that part of my life so much. I I didn't go out very much to start with. Um, I mean, I would I would enjoy going to the mall once in a while, probably about once every couple of weeks. I'd suggest going to the mall and. You know, on the weekend, if, if we didn't have kids at home, you know, if they were all at their dads, I might suggest going out somewhere. Not during hockey season, though. Because usually during hockey season from about 9 in the morning on a Saturday until 10 at night on a Sunday, there's either games on or I'm doing videos. Or sleeping. And that's it. So, you know, there's something to be said for lessons learned out of all this. I, I can't help but think that while the channel grew tremendously over the last six months and, and the regular season was good, and the channel's still growing despite the fact there hasn't been hockey for a month now, um, which is insane, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best to make sure the output's still there. The, uh, <clears throat> the, the, the channel as it is, I, I do wonder if maybe I might want to dial it back a bit when hockey does come back. One one regret I have um, with with everything that's going on right now is that I didn't go to... There were a couple of concerts I could have gone to this, this during the regular season that I didn't. But I, I looked at the schedule and I said to Yvonne, I'm sorry, there's seven games that night, there's ten games that night, I can't do it. I can't, I can't go to a concert and then come home and try to do the review and the preview, it's going to kill me. I wish I'd gone to those concerts. Sorry. Uh, one thing that, that does, you know, cause me to lean more in that direction is when you spend every waking moment you can watching every single game you can, and then, you know, you try to absorb as much as one human being possibly can, and then you're still going to be accused of not having watched the games. I've, I've still seen it in the comments when I'm talking about, you know, who I think had really good seasons or who I, I really like, I'm getting told, you don't watch the games. I don't obsess on advanced stats. I don't obsess on statistics in general. I use 
the eyeball test where I can, and I just, certain players I have an affinity for. I like certain players. So it has nothing to do with what I watched or didn't watch. I, and and it feels like, sometimes it feels like I, I spend so much time watching it that I, I might be better off not to for, let's say, a night every two weeks. So one thing I'm debating as well, not just, you know, going to concerts and doing the concert thing um, when I get the chance when life returns, which is whenever. Um, <clears throat> that's going to be a while. But when when we get some sense of normalcy back, maybe I take nights off. And, and they'd be pre-planned nights where I would basically tell subscribers, maybe even at the start of the season, these are the nights that I've picked that I will not be watching hockey games that night just so I don't get burned out. Um, and, and maybe I'll pick nights where there's two or three games or one game. Maybe I'll pick a day where they're, they're all matinee games on a weekend and it's just, you know, I'm, I'm looking out for myself because I know the power rankings are on Saturday night. Maybe I've moved... I've talked about moving the power rankings as well. Although I have to find a logistical spot to put them. I'm leaning towards Sunday night, to be honest. I'm leaning towards having Sunday night be power rankings night. The problem is where the power rankings are is kind of perfect. Because Saturday is the day with all the big games. So people are already all hockeyed up. And then after those games are done, they want to see where their team is and get angry about it. And there's more movement on the power rankings on a Saturday than on a Sunday. And so... Uh, and there's also, I think, more views that come in on a Sunday afternoon than I would get on a Monday. Because obviously if I post them late on a Sunday night, most of the views are going to come in on the Monday. So I have to think that over. I understand that it is hard right now for people to think about hockey and sports while everything's falling apart. I've actually found myself thinking more about I don't know, my childhood, like I'm, I'm looking back right now and I'm saying, wow, you know, during this time where we're locked down, I remember when a friend of mine got the measles and I got them and it sucked. It sucked. But that was at a time where parents would still say, well, it's better to just get them and get it out of the way. Now, Corona is not going to be that. Uh, corona, if anything, it looks like we could be looking at something like a cold or a flu in that it could come back over and over again because it mutates. So if you get it and you get over it and you, you're, you're better, your immunity could last up to a year if you're immune at all, which is something South Korea's dealing with and trying to figure out how accurate reports are that people might be able to just keep getting it, which is scary, right? I know it scares the hell out of me. And, and, and it, 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 it holds up. I've had years where I get cold after cold after cold. Where I get a cold, I get over it, and then a couple weeks later I start, you know, dealing with a cold again. I'm like, wait, I just beat this. Why do I have it again? So that's frightening because COVID you don't just have for a week or a couple of days. And it's not just an annoyance for some people. It, it turns really nasty. I guess there was some kind of protest in Vancouver regarding social distancing and, and all of this. And 
you know, oh, we have the freedom to do what we want. Okay, we'll go get sick then. I'm not. I'm going to stay home. I think it, it's worthy of note that in Canada, as far as I know, you know, and I know we don't have one in BC. I haven't seen very many stay-at-home orders. You just get told, okay, if you can stay home, that'd be great. But uh, if you don't, you're probably going to get sick. So, or not? Uh, that's that's incorrect. Not probably going to get sick, but you you increase your odds. Uh, one thing I told the kids, I was getting mad at them because they were going through food like crazy. And one thing that I said to them was, you realize that when you guys go through the food, and you make it so we either have to order it or we have to go and get food you increase the odds of somebody contracting it. Somebody in some some way, shape, or form through through this this transaction, somebody else could get it. That's that's what we're looking at and every single time you guys are, are doing this and it, it speeds up the amount it, or it shortens the amount of time it takes for us to go through food and we have to go get more, it increases the odds that somebody's going to contract it. I don't I don't know if it got through or not, but I'm just using that as as an example to them of how it's... And I I think the the weird thing is when people say anything about fear. I've heard people saying, stop being afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm deciding not to jump off a cliff doesn't necessarily mean you're afraid. It might mean you're thinking, well, gee, I don't have a parachute. Cliff looks really high. I don't think I want to jump off of it. So for me, I might be looking at the numbers and saying, well, gee, you know, I'm in my my late 40s and it's possible I could have a heart problem that I don't necessarily know about. I could have underlying conditions I'm not aware of. I don't want to find out. I don't want to be in a situation where I get really, really ill and go into to the hospital, go into the ER and they go, oh man, your heart's in terrible condition. You're in trouble. This could kill you. Why didn't you stay home? They're not going to like it if my answer is, well, Billy on the internet said I'd be fine. Because Billy on the internet, he's going to deny I'm sick. Billy on the internet's also going to say, well, I guess Shannon's part of the problem now. The one the one that I, I think is, is the weirdest is that, um, you know, we hear about these, these ventilators. We hear about how... How there's entire wings of the of the hospital that are dealing with these patients, and there have been surges in place, and yet, what do I hear on the internet? Well, these people die while they have it, but they don't die of it. How do you know this? How? No. And and I've I've already so before anybody says anything, I've already seen some of these reports. They've all been knocked down. They've all been knocked down. This is just. The, the biggest problem is this. There are people out there who are asymptomatic. And we don't know how many there are. And they don't know that they have it. That's the whole point of asymptomatic. Now, the part that I find kind of ridiculous is that um, I saw... There was one quote I saw on the internet which was... Um, we have no idea how many people have this because 50% of people pick it up from people who are asymptomatic. And I read that and I went, no, no, no. If you don't know how many have it, you don't have a percentage. I can't go to a math teacher and go, the answer to this is 60. Well, how did you find that it was 60? Well, I just subtracted something from something and it's 60. Okay, well, what what factors, what figures are you using for this? 
I don't know, but it's 60. It sounds ridiculous, because it is. So when I hear people throwing out numbers, and then at the same time they say, but we don't really know, well, then stop it. But, see, and then it goes both ways, too. It's like, as, as, a, as a fan of sports, I'm holding out hope they find some way to do it. Some controlled environment that they can use. And believe me, no sport in the world is going to just say, screw it. Okay, maybe Belarus. But no league in North America right now is going to say, hey, screw it, we're just going to play. And we think we're fine. We think our players are going to be fine. We don't think this is a big deal. No. Can't afford that. Nobody can afford that. You can't afford the PR. You can't afford the absolute nightmare of being remembered as as the one that was cavalier during all of this. You can't you can't you can't do that. That's not gonna work. <clears throat> so but but as as a sports fan, if if I wanna say be nice to be playing sports right now, it doesn't make me insensitive to what's going on. Uh, Jeff Blair had an interesting article today on Sportsnet. Yeah, and and it's funny because I don't normally agree with Jeff Blair. Jeff Blair has his hot takes, and and I you know I've watched him on Writer's Block, and sometimes I listen to him, and I'm like, come on, Jeff, just just let it go. You're getting way too upset over something here that really you shouldn't be. But in in this case, he's right. He's right. Where he said, you know, it it's like if you talk about sports right now. There are the, the, the doom and gloom people that just want to basically burn you at the stake for it. How dare you? You're so insensitive. You're such a horrible person. Um, I had, during the, the Patreon live stream today, somebody ask, you know, well, what do I tell my girlfriend who doesn't care about sports like I do? That she doesn't see the big deal. And I said, just, you know, if she likes, she loves music, just tell her to picture a world without music. Because that's, that's what A-Rod said last night, which made total sense. Heard that and like, wow, Alex Rodriguez, that's a really smart way of looking at it. Now, he may have got that from Jennifer Lopez. I'm, I'm going to throw out there, he, he may have got that from Jennifer Lopez. Because he's with Jennifer Lopez and she's pretty smart. So he may have got that from her. But, yeah, I, I think that... I, I've seen people say that when this is all cleared up, they're not really going to be ca- caring about sports anymore because they've realized what's really important. But I would counter with, it, it, it's made me see just how important that sense of community is. This is when I'm supposed to be starting meetup season. This is when I'm supposed to be meeting subscribers. This is when we're supposed to start thinking about all of our traveling. <clears throat> this is when we, we, we try to connect with people. And it's not happening this year. And it, it sucks. And this is when we're supposed to be getting that excitement of not knowing what's going to happen in the playoffs. That excitement of, of, of complete uncertainty. And while I understand that, that there are simulations out there to try to simulate what would have happened in the playoffs, I'm sorry. It will never get anywhere near the excitement. It just can't. The first live stream that I had, which was three days after the shutdown uh, with NHL 20, it got 35,000 views. The most recent one I did, 7,000. Um, I had uh, somebody suggest, well, you know, you did you did like a, a fantasy draft thing. You need to do just like a realistic, what would have happened in the playoffs. That's what's going to get you views. No. Um, there isn't anything that's going to get me views right now. 
the, the one thing that might work, and it's, oh my God, it would take so much time and effort, would be if I flat out created a league, a league of players. <clears throat> so back in the day, way, way, way back when, when Shannon was a teenager, and he got tired of watching the Canucks lose, he did the only thing that an insane person, and yes, I'm saying an insane person, could think of. Create your own league. So he did. And that made the Vancouver Canucks the Stanley Cup champions in my league. Now, I'm going to be honest as well. Uh, the Canucks lost a lot in that league too. <laughs> Let's see. How was it? The first year, which was 80-81. So that was the year I got into hockey. The Montreal Canadiens were the Stanley Cup champions. 81-82 was Vancouver. And then 82-83 was the Calgary Flames. And they were Stanley Cup champions... In 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, and 89. Oh, yeah. Yeah, division rival to the Vancouver Canucks, and Vancouver couldn't get past round two. And then 1990, it was Vancouver. But then 91 and 92 were Boston, I believe. I'm trying to think now. But yeah, Calgary had it from 83 to 89. So, yeah, it's kind of one of those weird things that I created a league with the expressed purpose of making the Canucks Stanley Cup champions, and they won it, but not very much. And I had a hard time explaining it to people, because, you know, when I was in high school, people were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's my hockey league. You're what? Yeah, it's my hockey league. And so I would explain to them I'd created these players, and, you know, uh, you know, and these were the standings, and they're like... Well, why is that team the best? And I'm like, because they have the best players. But don't you make it up? Yep. So you make it up, but your favorite team isn't number one in the league. And I'm like, no. Because at the time, the Rangers were far and away the best team. Like, they were insanely good. And, uh, yeah, people were like, the, the Rangers? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. This this goaltender's on quite a run. But he doesn't exist. No, no, totally doesn't exist. But he's on quite a run. Yep. Why? Because I, I go through these results and the Rangers win. How? I, they just do. They have a really good team. But the players don't exist. Like, it would just, it would go back in circles. Because, again, to other people, I was completely insane. And yet, in this COVID environment we live in, I have to be honest. I've actually talked to my wife about restarting it. Restart it. Fired up. Let's get her going. Let's get let's get Shannon's hockey league going. Let's let's go ahead and do season previews and and game previews and and reviews and and go through it because we don't know how long we're in this. We don't know how long we're in this. We don't know how long we're going to be stuck in this 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 mess. How long we're going to be stuck in our homes? We don't know how long it's going to be till sports gets back. Sure. So I'm thinking about it. I'm giving it genuine thought. Um, I did the video yesterday with me jokingly recreating the Pavel Bray goal. And yeah, no, I was not out of breath. That's what's hilarious. People are like, he's out of breath? Yeah, no. No, not out of breath. But, you know, that was fun. And it was it was easy. And it was quick. And uh, sort of like me. And uh, so uh, I really enjoyed doing that. I really, really enjoy doing that. And I think I think we could use some more um, 
light and fun topics. So I may restart my league and see if it works. See if it catches hold. See if me just creating all these players gets interest. And if people are like, oh, yeah, no, this is fun. This is great. Or if people are like, this is really stupid. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, it's, it's a lot of work. I don't know whether I would do it with NHL 20 doing the simulation of the results. Whether I'd put all the players in there, which could take a ton of time, or if I want to do it all by hand, which could also take a ton of time. So either way, um, it could be a huge um, time filler, time waster, depending on how you view it. And I'm not sure how I view it just yet, but we'll see. All right, um, I'm going to shut her down there, uh, just letting you guys know just where I'm at in the midst of all of this, whatever this is. But it's, yeah, it's really weird. I, I don't know. It's when I hear people talking about, oh, our freedom's being trampled on. No, no, really, it's not. They just stay home. Just just stay home and and we'll, we'll get through this. And the more people stay home, the more people listen, the better it is for everybody. Really, in all honesty, that's been shown. The, the stats prove it. That if we all do as we're told, it, it gets better. So... Here's, here's to hoping things get better. So hopefully you're okay. Anybody who's listening to this is fine. And uh, yeah, I will do one of these again soon. Promise.